okay. We're gonna shoot the shoot part two. <laughs> I love this segment title. It's so stupid. Okay, I have all the questions this time. Didn't make okay. you come up with any because really it was just gonna turn into you complaining about some random food item that's not good enough. <laughs> you knew what you were getting into, and you decided. I to I know, I know, I know. We can start with a food question though. Okay. Uh, what? This isn't obviously in a non-COVID world because I just like to pretend when we're on this podcast that COVID doesn't exist. Okay, it's about Twizzler steaks, isn't it? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Uh, oh, by the way, for the listeners, I did ask Danny if he would rather go to a fancy restaurant barefoot or feed each other. And before I could even finish the would you rather to say that it was toddler airplane style, he said barefoot. So <laughs> he was the thought of feeding each other in a restaurant was... As repulsive to him as it is to me. So we are a match made in heaven. Okay. What candy slash food slash drinks are you sneaking into the movie theater? All of them. <laughs> Specifics. Uh, in your cargo shorts. <laughs> yeah. Cargo. It's going to be cargo shorts and the, the movie purse. Yeah. Yeah. Like all moms all moms have the movie purse. Oh yeah. I never um, carry a purse basically unless I'm going to the movies. To me it's about the sound. Like I got to have something that's not going to make a ton of sound. You're worried um, that they're going to catch you? Well, like maybe before that, you get in or when you're there. Maybe not so much catching but just as a distraction too. Okay. Like, I don't want it to be super loud. Okay. Um So I'm a big fan of taking them like i'm a big fan of mixing them in like plastic bags that i can open quietly okay <laughs> this is taking like the the plastic bag with like the skittles and the twizzler bites okay and, the, and you know peanut butter m&ms all that stuff okay in the same bag yeah in the same bag okay so that i'm not opening up big any bags real and food i don't think so um I don't think so. Like, I'm not bringing chips or any or pretzels or anything salty like that. You bring in your own popcorn in the movie. No, purse? it takes up too much. Take, well, yeah. maybe it takes up too much space. The popcorn does. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What about a drink, Mountain Dew? <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, probably. that's so much sugar! All that candy well, and the Mountain no, Dew. It'd be Diet Mountain Dew or Mountain oh, Dew Zero. Oh, so okay, okay. I didn't even know that makes was a it thing. Fine. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely going Milk Duds for chocolate. I know people have very strong feelings about Milk Duds. I do, too. I love them. Milk Duds for chocolate, and then for, like, the non-chocolate candy, I'd have to go Swedish Fish or Sour Patch Kids or both. Okay. All right. And then I definitely need something salty to balance that out. So I'd probably bring popcorn or no, not chips. Popcorn. What about Reese's Pieces? Does that count as salty? No. Kind of? No. No? All right. <laughs> can we springboard this into... Can we springboard this into just lamenting that Skittles doesn't make the orchard Skittles anymore? 
even sure. I really miss those. Skittles has a. I have you seen the like hot and like the salt, the spicy sweet or something? I that haven't tried them yet, but it sounds disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, it's very difficult to ever buy, like even when you're feeling comfortable comfortable financially to buy food at a movie theater because that box of milk duds is 98 cents at walmart or like 450 at the theater if we were dating right now like i mean if we were not (laughs) if you and i were both single Uh uh-huh and we were faced with this. Uh-huh. Like that would be that would be so difficult. Of oh, like, how do you? I mean, can you feel comfortable enough with somebody? It wouldn't be difficult for me. I mean, if can you f- I was dating somebody rich, I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Spend four fifty on milk duds. I don't care. Okay, but the woman's got the purse. The woman's got the movie purse. So, like, if I was the if I was the guy mm-hmm. saying, hey, "Let's go to a movie." Oh, by the way, can I sneak some candy in your purse? And that's not a euphemism. I literally <laughs> want to put some candy in your purse. <laughs> I just I don't know how that would go. You know, at age forty of I, like I hope- I, I'm a grown I'm a grown man. I could probably afford to buy you eight dollars worth of popcorn. I just don't want to. Right. Well, when we do our dating segment next episode, uh, we can we can address this yeah, <laughs> important okay. question. Okay. Um, what what household chore would you first pay to outsource? Hmm. Um. <sighs> I have a huge block of paying somebody else to clean my house. Like I, but if I did, it would be. Is it because you're afraid they would judge you? <laughs> no, I just, I, you know, I don't know. Like it's just been, I don't want to say struggle, uh, but like, I've just been conscious of money for so long mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of like making sure that we have the bills paid. It just seems like such an ex. I don't. Want to say, for me, it would. It would, for me, it would be such a radical step to pay somebody. Okay. So, so assuming that it's it's fine, you're gonna be Maybe. fine. Which one would you first? Which chore first would go off of your personal to do list, or yours know, and Kendra's together? Obviously. Um, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe the yard. Mm-hmm. Like if I was just gonna pay somebody to cut the yard. Mm-hmm. And even then, like I'd have to justify it by saying, "You're like I'm really busy. It's just it's, it makes more sense <laughs> to have somebody do this." Uh-huh. Um, I don't know though. Like, it's, it's a weird thing when you when you have to struggle a little bit uh-huh. financially, mm-hmm. and it just makes you very possessive over all of those things. Mm-hmm. Of, nobody's going to cut my yard. It's going to be me. Like nobody's going to paint the walls. It's going to be me. Um, what about you? Paint the walls. That, that weekly chore of painting the walls. <laughs> <laughs> I would outsource the like microscopic cleaning things. So I don't mind like keeping a room clean. 
But like those things that when they're done, you're like, oh, wow. Like the baseboards and the door, like around the door handles, stuff like that, that you'd never do really when you like clean a room. That's what like and like all those like tiny spaces in the bathrooms, also the bathrooms in general, just Mm. yeah, I would outsource that. I'll never forget when my friend was like, yeah, I don't I don't clean toilets anymore. Like, well cool <laughs> that's disgusting <laughs> well because she was paying someone to do it not because she's like, oh okay not, totally changes the context not because she like refused to do it she just like i don't that's not on my list of things i do anymore i'm like oh okay but yeah just all those little things some some days i'll really get going and like clean a room totally and get all those little things I'm like wow it makes a difference Okay. All right. <laughs> Describe your zombie apocalypse survival strategy. I think I've actually done this on the show before. Have you? Not with me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's actually quite clear. <laughs> okay. In that moment, we go 100% complimentarian. <laughs> okay. Any, any egalitarian aspects <laughs> of this home go out the window. Right. I don't want to hear suggestions. I don't want to hear feedback. Okay. Like you, you get behind the giant man and you do what he says. Okay. All of you. But what uh, are you going to do? I get that, that you're in charge. Okay. okay. We've established you're in charge. Now, what do you do? Uh, we go back to our bedroom. Um, it's the most defensible position. Uh, oh, it depends. Like if they're around the house, we go back to our bedroom. Uh, it's the most defensible position. I can, and there's like a fallback. You can fall back into the, the master bathroom. Uh-huh. Um, and then at that point, you can go out that window as I fight a delaying action <laughs> on the zombies that are in the house. Uh, the There's woods behind the house. Oh, we okay. Go in, we go into the woods. Uh, or if they're totally surrounded the house, I hack through the ceiling of the master bathroom and we go up into the attic. Okay. Which is even more defensible because it's it's harder for the zombies to get up there right definitely um the long-term plan is to get to uh my brother's house who has the guns okay uh or my dad's house he has a a bigger house and they both have guns okay Uh, so that that would be where we would eventually try to wind up Mm um but yeah i in that moment i think i would Kendra stays in the room. I would get the kids. Like I just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I could in that moment of dad panic, I could probably just pick up the kids and take them to the back bedroom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I don't need Kendra flailing around and tripping down the hallway. <laughs> I don't need. <laughs> I don't need one more person to pick up at that point. Okay. Sorry, <laughs> you have really thought uh, through this. I really have, and I've told her before. Like when the zombies come, just. Do what I tell you to, and you will survive. I think I've shared Danny's zombie apocalypse strategy on the... Okay. Which, this was when he was... We had this serious conversation when, you know, Walking Dead was just starting. And he's like, I'm just going to kill us all (laughs) myself. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay. (laughs) Um, I've, I've never understood like the the life cycle of zombies. Like they infect you by biting you, mm-hmm. but like they're also trying to eat you. So like, right. which is it? Right. Are they trying to eat you or are they trying to infect you? Right. I don't know. 
where do new zombies come from if they're eating <laughs> the new people for food? Right. Like, do they, I don't know. It's, it's just not clear to me. Right. I don't know either. I think my um, strategy is to just stay inside as long as possible and hope they're not around us and then sneak out <laughs> to get supplies as we need them. I don't know. <laughs> hey, listen, you just come to Alabama. <laughs> yeah, that's because... my that's my long term plan. We don't have guns. I mean, I have my dad has guns, but we don't in our house. Or will not ever. And so I'd guess probably I'd have to get there first. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh you can come to uh the Pierce compound, which at that point it will be a compound. Right. It will be guarded by uh giant men <laughs> who are armed. <laughs> So yeah, uh, me and my dad and two brothers will uh, will, will be some of the last ones standing. Oh, that's great. Okay. Because you got to imagine this is the this is a family lineup. My dad, uh, you know, he's got all those years of repressed fandom <laughs> of Waterworld built up inside him. So even at an advanced age, he's still got a couple of good licks left in him. Right. Like he could, right. He could take down a couple before he just starts wheezing and right self-combusts mm -hmm. but then like the 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 sun lineup is six foot eight six foot four and six foot four. Oh yeah and we are some <laughs> but that's yeah. also a lot more um surface area for the zombies to bite <laughs> it really is it's fine so <laughs> okay we can be done there I have one okay. more, but we'll save it. We're going to shoot the shoot from now until the end of the podcast. <laughs> okay. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. Yeah. What's up? Um, I'm not sh A little bit of confusion here on the patrons. We think we maybe have some new patrons. I don't know. <laughs> no one knows who's in charge of this. Um <laughs> usually we get notifications but i just saw some new names popping up so i don't know if they're like rejoining or, mm -hmm. or not if you're new to supporting the show thank you we love you we appreciate you yes uh we just dropped a very disturbing segment on patreon <laughs> <laughs> it unsettled casey's soul it did a little bit yeah for me to channel my mother in such a way and also a go ahead I was going to say a little bit of Norman Bates vibe going on there. Of, <laughs> is it Matthew or is it Mother? Oh, my. Uh, also, we're on Spotify now. Yeah. So to the two people who whined about that incessantly. <laughs> well, no. there's this new, so, new thing out called Spotify. <laughs> Danny was really like, come on, please get on Spotify. And then Zach, but Zach told me that uh, when I, and I let him know we were finally up there, they have a six week old baby and a five year old. Like it's so much Ooh. easier now to be like, Alexa, play fun, sexy Bible time. So when you don't have free hands, now you can still listen, <laughs> which is important. Yeah, we uh, we lag two to three years behind technology <laughs> on this show. That's not true. <laughs> two to three years behind what's cool and popular. 
<laughs> in all areas, not just technology. And who better <laughs> to discern what is cool than you and I? Than some late 30s homeschoolers. <laughs> okay, so set up the, the dating thing. You're going to call for content on that one? Right. So how did it start? Oh, Cobra Kai. Did it He's getting getting uppity with us <laughs> he did a tweet about how he asks us for dating advice sometimes and so then uh they were saying we should do a a dating advice segment so becca already sent us some questions uh bethany perkins sent us a, an all-important question how do you date <laughs> Uh, so we'll make a segment out of it next episode if you want to send us your dating questions to the DMs we will probably do a horrible job answering them can I give them a little sneak peek on, yeah. the, uh, on the Becca ones yeah I just want to talk just for a second about Becca's uh, third point is a guy texting you telling you that he learned a new song on the guitar considered flirting mm -hmm. is that considered flirting uh it sounds very much like unless you're his guitar this... teacher yes yes it sounds very <laughs> much like it is guitar excellent instrument for breaking the ice with girls right uh also excellent instrument for breaking the ice if a girl is trapped underneath the ice and you're trying to <laughs> rescue her <laughs> uh, uh i don't know that one sounds a lot like he desperately wants you to say, yes, please play me this song. I or, would love yes, to hear it. Please teach me how to play this song. Oh, but he gosh. just can't quite get there <laughs> of initiating it himself. So he's laying the bait right there, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. begging you to take the bait. I agree. Um, that's what it sounds like it's to me. It's definitely flirting. Yeah. Uh, so, Becca, my advice to you is... Uh, is immediately seduce this boy. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's my advice to you. Uh, so he sounds like a homeschooler. Uh huh. I'm just going to assume that he is. Right. Um. So I prepared two pickup lines for you. Oh, okay, okay. Let's to hear seduce it. him. Uh, now we got to ask the question: What kind of homeschooler is he? To the progressive eyes and ears, all homeschoolers look and sound the same. We know this is not true. There are different kinds of homeschoolers. There's the America first homeschooler who desires to set up a Christian nation state and prosecute the atheists. There's also the libertarian homeschooler who just wants to wear his Ron Paul 2008 shirt around every single day and be left alone. Right. So I have a pickup line. For either scenario. Those are the only two? Is, uh, there's there's more <laughs> subgroups, but this is just this is these are the only two pickup lines I have. Okay. Okay. Uh so Becca, and really this is for anybody. I shouldn't just say this is for Becca because then it gets a little creepy. Okay. Uh okay, so just pickup lines. All right. For the America First homeschooler, this is your pickup line. Hey. <laughs> Why don't you come manifest this destiny? Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And for the libertarian homeschooler, uh, here's your pickup line. You want me to show you my articles of confederation? <laughs> that does not sound very like radical purity. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, there's layers to it, too, because I don't know right. if the Libertarian Homeschooler is really going to even appreciate the Articles of Confederation, but he's going to get the reference, <laughs> and then he'll, then he'll be seduced. So there you go. We'll, we'll, we'll expound upon this on the, in the next episode when we do the full segment. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. I would love to answer people's dating questions, having ever been with one person my whole life. <laughs> Uh. (laughs) all right so what's next okay uh i have another mad lib for us that i had planned for last week but then there was no way we were gonna top nibble her bigly so (laughs) (laughs) this is definitely a uh this is we're putting the sexy and fun sexy bible time with this mad lib it's also from the generous husband Uh uh-oh Uh, I have the article pulled up that I'll share the beginning of when, uh, when we finish. Okay. Okay. I don't have any verbs prepared for this one, but Uh, I do have a list of adverbs. I am going to need only one adverb. (laughs) Okay. But maybe if you look at the adverb, you can think of verbs that might go after those words. You know what? Don't patronize me. <laughs> I'm just, you know, reaching my inner homeschool mom here. Okay. May I remind you, you're about to be put on the spot in the following segment. I know. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's see. We have one, two. Okay. This is this won't take too long. Okay. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I need two verbs. Two verbs. Twist. Okay. And pull. <laughs> I need a time. Time of a day. Time. time. Dusk. <laughs> An adjective? Um, sweet. Okay, and a different one. <laughs> A different one. I mean, okay. it just works with the thing, so it. Okay, so we can do it. We'll do um, it. We'll do it. Dark. I would say dark. <laughs> okay, another verb. Um, let's see. Um, push. <laughs> You're giving me a lot of weird faces right now. Because I, I can the see the sentences that these are going okay. into. Another, I just need to reassure the listeners that I don't know. Another what, verb. I'm doing this blindly. <laughs> That's what she said. Another verb. Um, uh, let's see. Roll. Okay. And then an adverb. <laughs> Ooh, I've got a list of these, Casey. I know. Let's look Kendra at the list. sent me a picture from a binder is like i just found this would you like me to give it to matthew i said yes please i'm going to read every single adverb on the list before i select one there's got to be like 150 on there yep okay frenetically okay oh my goodness do i know how to spell frenetically no a verb a verb. I need two uh, more see. verbs. Two more verbs. Okay. Oh my um, gosh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Pour. 
That's just a weird one. No, those don't do poor. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. All of these are physical. You shouldn't have told me it was Paul. So all these are physical. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't have, but I did. Just say flatten. Okay. People are gonna think that I cheated, and I know what what you the, didn't what cheat. The... You didn't cheat. There's no way that you know. One more verb. Um, let's uh, let's see. Spin. I like that one. Spin. Okay. Does that one not work? Do I need it's a fine. One? Okay. And then an adjective, and then we're done. An adjective. <laughs> Did you use dark or sweet on the first one? I used dark. I'll say okay. sweet. You want me to do sweet? <laughs> if, it, if it works, that's fine. I mean, it's fine. Okay, so our article... Oh my gosh. This is going to be a definitely hashtag sex tip article. This was okay. a flashback. Friday flashback. And simmer 10 hours. Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> this is a few ideas about... Uh, <laughs> how do I say this? I don't want to read it exactly. <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, there's a great deal of pleasure in the journey. So we all want to go all the way, but sometimes you want to just make it last. Okay? <laughs> so here's... Is Paul talking about how to avoid... No. Okay. It's like being aroused all day. That's okay. basically. So this is where the, you're like, the oh, slow burn. the slow burn. Like, oh, okay. they don't have small children in the house. Must be nice. <laughs> nah, we love our children. Yes, we, we do. love our children. Okay. okay. Here's your, here's our tips. I'm not going to share the real ones. <laughs> Just yours. Twist together before going out in the evening. Pull each other all over. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> See, the twist thing, I just thought of, like, the song, The Twist, and I was like, well, that's kind of fun. Same but as above, was... but at dusk, which is the same. <laughs> okay. It said in the morning. Ah, before you go, before you get out of bed in the morning, engage in some dark sex play. <laughs> no. <laughs> At 4 a.m., right? No. <laughs> oh, it would be dark in the sense that Kendra would threaten to divorce me. <laughs> what are you doing? Leave me alone. Push. Push a few hours before sex. Well. <laughs> if you have to push for a few hours, you might not be doing it right. As you watch TV in the evening, roll... During commercials, going more <sighs> frenetically each time. <laughs> this one. <sighs> I can't. Have sex and don't flatten until later. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was good. That was beautiful. This one, the original of this one just made me mad. You can, uh, you can figure out what he was trying to say. Have a quickie in the morning where you spin, but your wife does not. 
this will get some women really sweet for that night. (laughs) (laughs) Paul. Paul doesn't want to make the effort in the morning, obviously. <laughs> Look, he doesn't want to push for several hours, Casey. Can you blame him? Uh, man, must be nice. Oh, must be nice. <laughs> I just, I have a, this is not just me, so I'll put Kendra in here too. Kendra and I have a thing about like, whenever people just casually suggest early morning shenanigans, and it's like, <laughs> No, forget the kids. Like we've talked about this before, but like the mouth is so gross for like like an hour at least. Yeah, yeah. I know. You're. I know. It's disgusting. (laughs) I mean, if you're listening to this and you can, you know, if that's your play, more power to you. Yes, I don't understand. You do you. Yeah. (laughs) Very good. Okay, Paul. Thank you Uh, for that. (laughs) Pull each other all over, (laughs) and don't flatten until later. Don't find until later. <laughs> if you say so, Paul. Uh, <laughs> His sex tips are definitely for a very specific demographic. Uh, Paul? <laughs> for Is himself. Yes, himself Paul. and his wife. <laughs> Empty nesters. And retired. Yeah. Don't have to go to work. <laughs> I mean... We can laugh at him. I mean, more power to him, I guess. Oh, yeah. For sure. I'm happy for them. Yeah. And I always said this before, but like, I seriously, I'll say it again. I would rather Christians clumsily blunder forward with sex tips than just not talk about it at all. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Okay. Speaking of sexiness. We have a a segment for you now that we will just simply call uh, Matthew's Early Writing. I can't wait. I don't have to look at my thing anymore. I'm ready. You're right in the center of my screen. (laughs) I don't need my notes. (laughs) Okay, so what this is, uh, I know you people can't see it, but I'm going to hold it up for Casey. Oh, my. Look at this. Look at this right here. We have notebooks. Notebooks so that are good. over 20 years old because these are the things I scribbled in when I was 16 years old and desperately lonely and horny. <laughs> and I just poured my angst ridden heart out onto these notebooks, crafting all manner of things. It's it's such a heartwarming thought. <laughs> I am continually amazed that I wound up married. Let's just leave it at that. I think we're gonna uh, we're going to figure out why you're saying that in just a few minutes when you read yes, we will. when you read from these so what this is is i selected some passages from my teenage writing okay and i'm going to read the first part and then casey is going to have to try to fill in the blank and try to guess what is happening and how the passage ends okay so this is guaranteed to be a disaster on all fronts yes it's it's right up our alley as far as content. <laughs> so how do you want to do this? Do you want me to tell you like uh, any context whatsoever of like if this is a short story or an essay or do you want that going into it? Um, sure. Yeah. I okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. 
So the first three are from the spectacularly covered book, Dead Men Don't Breathe. Okay. Can I guess what this it's was, about? Uh, <laughs> like what the entire thing is about? Yeah. Yeah, it's go for it. It's about the evil of smoking cigarettes. <laughs> mm, that's a sad guess, Casey. We're going so far deeper down the rabbit hole than that. Okay. This was during my phase when I thought the one thing the global church needed was a Christian Stephen King. Okay. Yep. So I set about to writing Christian horror stories. Okay. Very much in the vein of Frank Peretti. So this Supernaturally is a themed. This is a story. Yes, yeah, so this is a short story uh, about a Christian family. I think the dad was like a Republican senator or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And his uh, his legislation was just getting a little too too Christian, and so not the Democrats, but literally the forces of Satan came to attack his family. Okay. So he lives up like on a on a uh, on a mountain. Okay. And there was a snow, there was a blizzard. Okay. And he had to, him and his wife left the kids on the mountaintop home during a blizzard and uh, Satanists attacked the kids at home. So that's the setup for this horror story. Are you going to read me some of it? Or? Yeah, I'm just going to, I'm going to start with the excerpts and, and you just, okay. you have to take over and, and try to tell me how it ends or how the, okay. how this, par- how this paragraph ends. <laughs> This is going to be awful. Okay. The Robertson family did not have an actual television set, but. That's all you're giving me? Yeah, that's all I'm giving you. It's just finish the sentence. The Robertson family did not have an actual television set, but they had the word of God. (laughs) So they didn't need it. They sat around the fire every night, reading scripture together and singing hymns in perfect harmony. <laughs> I give you an excellent, aggressive B plus answer. <laughs> it's not right, but that's fantastic hustle on your part. Okay. The Robertson family did not have an actual television set, but their modern computer oh. was connected to the internet oh. and could broadcast television programs online which was revolutionary in when you wrote this 1996 (laughs) oh my gosh you invented netflix (laughs) (laughs) okay this is the robertson daughter talking okay i was getting out of the shower and i heard (laughs) you were so horny when you wrote this i was Um, I was getting out of the shower, and I heard my parents arguing about the demonic forces (laughs) closing in on them. (laughs) Okay, well, the parents parents aren't there. The parents left. Oh, I forgot uh, they left. Okay. Dad had to go back to Washington, D.C. to uh, make sure his pro-family legislation made it through. Okay. I was getting out of the shower, and I heard a scratching on our cabin door that was unexplainable, except 
that the demons were going to attack us. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that is fantastic. That is a fantastic guess. <laughs> you are not far off. Good. So this is the uh, Robertson's <laughs> teenage daughter, who I'm sure I was in love with, even though she didn't exist. Except in your mind, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I was getting out of the shower. I heard this sound in the walls, <laughs> like someone was huffing and puffing. Then I felt something in my spirit oh, and was and was afraid. <laughs> Was the huffing and puffing Matthew Pierce? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I just feel like you're writing your whole, it's just all right there. <laughs> That's like top three Casey joke has ever been told on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to end the episode right there. It's not going to get any better. <laughs> now this was uh, like this is a, a demon spirit mm-hmm. infesting, and uh, this is all leading towards the Matthew Pierce avatar, who is like the oldest, the oldest son. Okay. Okay. It was who I saw myself as. Right. Well, you were uh, an like, oldest son, so yeah. Yeah. Okay. Running into the bathroom and screaming the name of the story, which is how you know it's a good story when someone screams the title. Uh, <laughs> Dead men don't breathe. Okay. Because <laughs> she was like, there was like a rumor, a little side arc that the, the house was haunted oh, by a ghost. Oh, right. Okay. And so the... Nathan, the oldest son, had to it run in there and be, scream. It that. couldn't be a person because, or it couldn't be a ghost because dead men don't breathe. So why would you be <laughs> huffing and puffing? I got it. I'm following. I'm tracking. <laughs> She's tracking. Okay. Okay. Final, uh, final entry from Dead Men Don't Breathe as we, <laughs> as we barrel towards the frenetic <laughs> final confrontation. Okay. So remember, Nathan is the oldest son. Uh, the Satanists are in the house. Uh, things are going the awry. Satanists are being demons. No, the Satanists are uh, Satan worshippers wearing black hooded robes, right? Like black KKK <laughs> uniforms. And they are uh, attacking this Republican senator's family because they're just a little too pro just family. Just a little faith. bit too Christian for them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. While Nathan and the man struggled on the floor, the only female Satanist on the mountain. (laughs) Okay. The only female Satanist on the mountain attacked. What's the sister's name? I don't remember. Kimberly. There's like like seven siblings in the house. (laughs) Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Let me think. Okay. While while Nathan and the man, what were they doing? Fighting on the floor. Mm -hmm. The only female Satanist bared her chest to distract them and cause them to stumble into sin. They were willing to do anything to tear this family apart. (laughs) I don't know. 
please leave my psyche immediately. <laughs> Sign the guest book as you leave. <laughs> did I get it? Is that what she did? No. No. While Nathan and the man struggled on the floor, the only female Satanist on the mountain mouthed a chant at the basement door. Uh-huh. The lock turned when she twisted the doorknob. The woman walked in. She was a witch. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was a witch. All right. This is an amazing okay, this, story. Uh, let's move towards romance. Oh, yeah. I, we got another story? Oh, we're, we're not even close to being done. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Uh, All right. I got to get out uh, of my horror, my horror story mode. Into so I wrote romance. a short story. I can't remember the name of it was. I think it's called My Romance with a Chinese Princess. <laughs> was it? Uh, okay. Yeah, here's the cover. I was too horny to design a uh, a good cover for it, but I'll show you. My romance. Okay. The, My romance with Chinese the block princess. letters are incredible. Yeah. I honestly I remember why I wrote that story because I was watching the Olympics and the Chinese women's gymna- gymnastics team was doing their routines. And I must have fallen in love with one of them because I retreated to my room and immediately wrote a story called My Romance with the Chinese Princess. <laughs> Is that problematic? Who's to say? Okay. So in the story, this is like 18th century and I am a pirate hunter. I go around uh, on my ship with my shipmates and we hunt and kill pirates. Sure. Okay. That's the setup. So you're a pirate. No, I'm a pirate hunter. You're a pirate hunter, so you're a good guy. Yes. I'm a good guy. You're a good guy. That is my pirate hunter on the high seas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. And you All right. are going to meet a Chinese princess. Okay. So, uh, I think I'm a I little just bit laid uncomfortable with the premise of this, but let's <laughs> move forward. You were sixteen. Well, it's 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 fiction. It's fiction. Casey. It's just a story. Just, yeah. Okay. All right. You can get this one. <laughs> there, to my complete and utter surprise, lay a Chinese princess. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to hear the prose, though. Okay. There, to my complete and utter surprise. Lay a helpless, beautiful woman in need of rescue. Is that close? <laughs> Very much so. There, to my complete and utter surprise, lay a beautifully clothed form on the floor oh. inside one of the prison cells. Oh, she's beautifully clothed and has a form. <laughs> okay. As it raised up, I could see that it was indeed a girl, the likes of which I had never seen. Mm. Am I supposed to say something now? Uh, no. Okay, that was com- that was that was finishing the the form yep. on the floor. Okay. Yep. 
just, you know, it's a normal thing that 16-year-olds do. Just totally normal. Okay. Totally normal. I love this. This is right. so fun. Let's change gears one more time. Uh, this will be the last gear change. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the resurrection zone. Are we done the with the zone. romance story? Yeah, we're moving on. Oh, did it get a little saucy? <laughs> Well, I mean, not to the degree of, of Satanist boobs, but. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. We're okay, going so, to the resurrection zone. Yeah. This was uh, probably 97, 98. I got it in my head that I would make it big by crafting a Christian alternative to the Twilight Zone. Yes. I remember this. I, I call it the I resurrection mean, I remember zone. you telling me about this. I was not a part of this in any way. <laughs> <laughs> Nor was anyone. It just right. happened inside my head. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So this is a. Uh, I guess this is a supposed to be a scary entry into the resurrection zone. <laughs> uh, the it was uh, oh the 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 episode this is from is called Strange Things in Trailville. Trailville, like a yeah, just a horrible name for a town. Like what what. <laughs> Trailville. I bet it anyway. made sense at the time to whatever whatever your purpose Every, was. Okay. Everything made sense at the time in the nineties. <laughs> okay. What are that something yep. strange strange what? Strange things in Trailville. Strange things in Trailville. Okay. So we've got uh, right before this, a hunter was attacked in the woods. Okay. So that's your setup. And now a we are going to the was attacked. Okay. And now we're going to uh, the the narrative shifts to the the town sheriff. I think. <laughs> okay. So this is the town sheriff. Griggs is the town sheriff. <laughs> of course, his name is Griggs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was October, and Halloween was a few weeks away. <laughs> Griggs knew there would be trouble this year with the. Coven of witches who had just moved in wow. to the neighboring city <laughs> of uh I don't know. <laughs> what do you call a neighboring city to Trailville? <laughs> Woodville? Treeville? I don't know. Parkville. Yes. <laughs> Streetland. How close was I? Did I get it? Alright, what was the answer? Okay, so it was October and Halloween was a few weeks away. Griggs knew there would be trouble this year with Elsa Wickham and her Sataniacs. <laughs> I think I just made up a word there. Yeah, you did. Not just Satanists, but they're maniacs. Sataniacs. So, Sataniacs. <laughs> with Elsa Wickham and her Sataniacs in town and all. Strange things happen on Halloween, he knew. <laughs> 57 years on Earth and 49 as a Christian had taught him to respect, but not fear, the power of Satan. Wow. Greg's. <laughs> this is so bad. It's just so bad. It's so good. It's so good. All right. Two more. Okay. We're going to switch gears two more times. We're going to stay in the resurrection zone, but this is a heartwarming uh, Christmas story. Okay. Like Hallmark this is a, heartwarming. This is like 
great value brand Christmas shoes story. <laughs> Christmas shoes is already great value brand. <laughs> <laughs> It says Aldi brand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't. This is. Heart, I think. I'm ready. The premise of this story was like, I was just like real fed up with like the commercialization of Christmas mm-hmm. and how fake everybody was. So like, I went for a walk and stumbled upon the manger. <laughs> <laughs> like I walked through a portal and like stumbled upon the manger okay. or something. I don't know. Okay. This one should, is, I don't I didn't turn back around because I knew I was no longer alone. Is, is that all I get? Yeah, that's okay. all you get. So you've just stumbled upon the major? I didn't this is like turn this, back around because I knew I was no longer alone. I was on holy ground <laughs> in the presence of of god where he came as a baby (laughs) i feel very attacked right now i'm just i don't know (laughs) i didn't turn back around because i knew i was no longer alone in the physical sense but my heart was no longer heavy I found Christmas. Oh, <laughs> I found Christmas. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> All right. Final one. Let's go to an essay. This is an essay I wrote. I love I, your essays. I, was, I still. When I was 16. Sorry, go ahead. I still want you to find the marriage is not that hard essay. <laughs> when I was 16, I decided I was going to be a newspaper columnist. Yes. Uh, for the conservative position and everything, uh, somewhere to the right of Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> and I began writing by hand uh, my own column, which no one ever read, mm-hmm. except maybe my mom. I don't know if she read it. She did. Know. And then she asked you how you felt about it. <laughs> she did. How do you feel about it? <laughs> Okay. I don't know. I can't find this one. I just want one of these. Anyway, uh, I was gonna. I'm in this essay. I'm diagnosing everything that's wrong with the church, and I'm gonna set it right because we are sixteen. Sixteen, and you know. I do. <laughs> All right. So here's your here's your prompt. Okay. Oh gosh. This is a serious one. All right. This is very serious. Serious sixteen year old Matthew Pierce. Okay. By the way, the column is called Head in the Clouds. That's what I. Head in the Clouds. Because I was so tall. It was like a play (laughs) on words. So my head was in the clouds. (laughs) Okay. But this essay is called Mirrors. Mirrors. Yeah. Uh, And here's your prompt. Okay. Let us stop breaking mirrors and let us unite as Christians. When we. Wait, I have to figure out why we're breaking mirrors. Hold on. What is that? Uh, what is that an imagery for? Let us stop uh, breaking mirrors. Okay, so the imagery is like we don't need to be upset about rock music because the problem isn't rock music. The problem is that we're looking in the mirror and we're seeing our sinful nature in the rock music. Okay. Let us stop. Say it again for me. <laughs> Let us stop breaking. <laughs> mirrors 
Let us and unite, and unite as, Christians. as Christians when we when we come together and acknowledge our <laughs> sinfulness before oh, God. Gosh. We are able to just be real and stop being so fake and <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it disturbs me that you're so close on these let us stop breaking mirrors and unite as Christians when we do this and realize that society's problems lay within its lack of God and not its mediums of evil mm. we will see more clearly as a church wow Ask me how many dates I went on <laughs> in the decade of the 90s. You were a barrel of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Can yeah. I sneak some candy in your purse? And also, have you thought about <laughs> why everyone is so fake? <laughs> Those were beautiful. You did an outstanding job. Thank you. Uh, filling in the blanks. Thank you. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Those are fun. <laughs> also, are you okay if I change the name of Evangelical Thought Leader the book to My Romance with the Chinese Princess <laughs> Part 2? <laughs> Is that fine? Is that cool? I really want to read that entire story. Did it have some some soft sex scenes in it? No. <laughs> like I how 16-year-old to... Matthew Pierce would have envisioned sex to be? Oh, I wish you would have written that down. <laughs> I would compare all these short stories to like a like a really tame Bollywood morality parable where they get real close to sex, mm -hmm. but like they just don't want to talk about it. Don't talk about it. It's just too it's just something that must be saved. <laughs> it's like mildly, uh, it's like mild ribald. <laughs> I love it. The ribaldry never gets out of the mild. The zone. girl getting out of the shower is just so transparently horny. It was beautiful. It was just so good. <laughs> it was a really cluttered paragraph because I wrote that and I was writing it all by hand because I considered myself some kind of old timey auteur I remember that it was too pure to use a word processor <laughs> so like I wrote that she was getting out of the shower but then I went back and like did this big run on sentence of but she was actually halfway dressed and had a towel around her because <laughs> <laughs> I scared myself <laughs> I remember this story I think Oh man, you can't even reference being naked as it relates to the shower. <laughs> Roll tide. <laughs> Roll tide. Oh man, so good. Was the huffing and puffing Matthew Pierce? <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I just feel like you're writing your whole, it's just all right there. <laughs>
that's like top three Casey joke has ever been told on this podcast. <laughs>